Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Greg Brown, host of the Daily Mission podcast. It is season three, episode 24. And in the pregame show, I've got a great story a story of when I hosted trivia night at my undergrad university with a good friend of mine, Ted, Ted Higa. So that'll tell that story in the pregame show. Quarter one, we'll talk a bit about the World Cup and the MLB. It's been a crazy week in the MLB with all the signings. Quarter two will be the NFL. Quarter three, NBA. Actually, NBA, NHL? Let me take a quick peek here. Just NBA, and then quarter four, we'll round it home with the NHL, UFC, and a bit of PGA news. Um, I'm excited to be back in studio. I'm feeling like my feet are back under me after my trip in Baltimore. Hopefully you guys all enjoy the recap show. Um, I'm actively looking for a new host. Um, partially why I'm going to tell this story in the, in the pregame show is that uh, I think Ted is a good candidate. Uh, we hosted trivia together at our undergrad. He's a hilarious dude, uh, loves his sport. So he's a guy that I'm going to be talking to, but I've been really brainstorming, you know, what direction the daily intermission is trying to go into, you know, what does this look like? Um, you know, it's time, you know, as, you know, as you lose a host, but as you kind of, you know, garner an audience and, and as you've kind of made the strides to where we are now, you've got to continue to grow and you've got to continue to make strategic moves to continue to fuel the engine and continue to, um, you know, grow this thing and make more noise in the, uh, in the social world. So I'm doing my best to, uh, sit down and brainstorm and, and really figure out what that looks like. But, uh, but don't be surprised if you hear, uh, from Ted Higa uh, in, in the next few episodes, a little trial run uh, to see how uh, see how the audience responds to Ted. Uh, but Ted and I hosted a trivia um, in uh, so in our undergrad uh, every Wednesday at the student bar there'd be trivia. We hosted it was unbelievable. We got like forty bucks each every time we did it, and we got free drinks. Um, which wasn't great for my drinking habits during my undergrad. I'm not going to lie. I was a social guy. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know if you consider it being an alcoholic in your, in your undergrad university. If you drink, you know, a few times a week, like Thursday and Saturdays for my friends and I were like staples, like Fridays, we didn't have school because we were business students. Like Thursday, we were going to the bar Saturdays. Obviously it's universally the, you know, when you're from 19 to 25, even later on, like you're having drinks, it's Saturday night. Um, Fridays I usually took off, but I had a lot of friends that went Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every week of their university career, which is unbelievable. It's an unbelievable feat. If you think about it, some seriously bad habits were created, but the Wednesday kind of kickstarted the week because I would get a good buzz on. And then Thursday night, clearly I was going and Friday I'd rest up. But, um, so we hosted trivia, we would come up with different th themes and, and, uh, people from around the uh, campus would come. And, uh, and, and watch and, and, uh, you know, have laughs. Like it, we, we were a good duo. I mean, this Ted guy brings a ton of energy and, and he, you know, he is truly uh, a comedian. He's, he's, he's a more of a, a natural comedian than I am. Uh, similar to Nate in the sense where they're very witty, um, you know, very loud. He, he's, he's, he's a good character. So we used to host trivia. And so one night we did Disney 
Disney trivia, Family Channel, Disney Channel. So we were, you know, it was a good, uh, good theme, brought out a good crowd. But we had not realized that at the bar that night, it was the LBGTQ Society, and they had all of their members in. But we were unaware of this. You know, we had no idea. So there was this this big collection of of diverse individuals who were there in the audience, and we had no idea. So some of our answers, so essentially how we laid it out was we'd, we'd read the question and then we'd have four answers, A, B, C, uh, A, B, C, D, and uh, just multiple choice. And so during some of the questions, I remember like in, in the middle of them, we did as Ashley Tisdale, but we did Ashley Jisdale. And then it was just completely immature. And then we had Amelia Cameltoe as one of the, anyway, you want to talk about a fiasco? This group that we had no idea was in attendance went to like the president of the school. Like we got in some serious shit for pulling this off, which I think is just a harmless joke. And it's a very immature joke to have those mixed into your multiple choice answers, but they certainly didn't think it was funny. Uh, I remember we got suspended for like, I think a week uh, or two trivia weeks. Um, So it was a tough scene for us for sure. Um, but, uh, I will never forget the hosting, the trivia and you know, what a great experience that was. And I'll say this, um, you know, just for anyone out there who's kind of in their, um, you know, undergrad or they're kind of in their young professional lives, like any opportunity you have to do some public speaking, it goes such a long way. Um, you know, I was lucky I did my undergrad in business and, and, uh, masters in business and, and, you know, typically those programs demand a lot of public speaking. Um, and I think, uh, I think it's just such a great skill to have and it's just builds confidence and, and your ability to talk, uh, not only in front of your peers, but in front of strangers. And, and, um, you know, I really do think it's, uh, it's a good skill to have. Um, so trivia certainly, uh, you know, ha- uh, helped out with that. Um, oftentimes did, so did the beers, but, uh, no, that was the story, uh, from, from hosting trivia with Ted. I'm sure we'd have more, but, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, in the next coming episodes, we're going to give Ted a go, uh, and, and see how he does on, on the pod. And, and, uh, I know that he's, he's super interested and, and he's a guy that in terms of content creation, like it comes second nature, like this guy, you could have a camera on this guy and, and he's just always being jokes. So, uh, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what Ted's on the, has on the go and, and, uh, we'll get him on in the next few episodes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's hop into quarter one. It's the World Cup and the MLB, but in the World Cup, the quarterfinals are set. The top eight teams in the world are all ready to rock and roll. And for you know a person from Canada, I'm excited to see two guys from Canada's group, two teams, I should say, from Canada's group in the mix. Uh, we've got Morocco and Croatia, uh, both teams that I think will go down. Uh, but tomorrow, or today, if you're listening on Friday, Croatia versus Brazil and Netherlands versus Argentina. So... Just at first glance, I'll be riding Brazil and Argentina. Uh, Brazil seems to be an absolute fire wagon. Like this team has just been running over teams. Uh, but as we know, Croatia's got some fire. Uh, they're a good team, so that should be a good game. And then Netherlands, Argentina. Netherlands obviously holding off the US, the United States in the round of sixteen, and um, Argentina with with Lionel Messi. I mean, that's going to be a fun game to watch as well. Saturday is when things get really interesting for the next two quarterfinal games. We've got Morocco and Portugal. And Portugal's obviously under some serious spotlight right now because of Cristiano Ronaldo and him riding the bench, picking splinters out of his butt. Um, But the individual who they started in front of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo scored three goals and had an assist. I forget his name right now. I forgot to put that in the notes. But so Ronaldo is really making noise right now. Clearly, he's left Man U, Man U, and Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, you know, 
went separate ways. And then uh, Cristiano Ronaldo was sat at the World Cup. And apparently he's been offered from the Saudi Arabian government, like, or this investment group from Saudi Arabia. I mean, they have so much money. It is insane. Like, I, I, I can't comprehend how much money these people, they're throwing hundreds of millions of dollars at golfers every single week, it seems. And now they've, they're, they're offering, I think, Christian Ronaldo somewhere is around $300 million to come play in Saudi Arabia. So be interested to see if he does. That. I mean, I think he'll do that. Like, why? I mean, I don't think it's a long-term contract. I think it's like a couple of years. So, I mean, it's probably going to be Christian Ronaldo is going to be playing for a Saudi Arabia uh, soccer club. Uh, in the near future, but Saturday we've got Morocco, Portugal, which would be obviously be a great game. I don't think Cristiano Ronaldo is going to start, and then we've got England and France. Are you kidding me? Mbappe has been an incredible story. I mean, he's he's climbing the rankings for all time World Cup goals, and he's like in his second World Cup. Uh, so Mbappe's been tremendous, and obviously the England team is deep. Uh, so that's going to be a really exciting match. Probably the obviously the highlighted match of the quarterfinals: England, England versus France. And obviously we know the history uh, of of the tension between the French and the English. So that will certainly be a great matchup on Saturday on Saturday afternoon around three o'clock. Uh, just some other storylines out of the FIFA World Cup. I show speed. So this guy reacted one, to one of my TikTok videos a few weeks ago, and like. I mean, in my opinion, absolute clown. Like, his skill is just that he just goes crazy at things. Like, he just acts so obnoxiously that people watch him. Some of this, some of the content creators out there and, and some of the, you know, Twitch streamers, like Aiden Ross comes to mind, Ashwa Speed, like, like, what is their talent? Obviously, it's, it's being able to, um, you know, attract a massive amount of eyeballs on them. But, I mean, I just think it's just such a clown act. I think these kids are just unbelievably dust, to be honest with you. And this I Showed Speed guy was completely racist at the World Cup. He had a selfie video going, and a uh, Chinese fan came over and was, like, you know, chatting with him. And then he just starts blurbing out, like, hung, ching, hung, like, just completely degrading the Asian language. Uh, he said, Kanishua, which is a Japanese saying. And, I mean, it was it was just tremendously uh, immature and, and, and racially driven, in my opinion. And, anyway, there's a lot of uh, heat around iShow Speed right now. If you don't know what that is, check him out on YouTube. He's a, he's a massive YouTuber right now. Uh, and he did react to a Daily Intermission video, so... I mean, I didn't know who it was, but a lot of people were commenting like, Greg, you got to go check out this guy. You know, he reacted to one of your videos. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Canadians goalie, just finally in the FIFA World Cup, Canadians goalie uh, was getting abused by Croatian fans, apparently. Uh, I don't know the historical tensions between Croatia and Serbs. There's, there's two parties of people who have been at war for a long time. Anyway, um, I guess the Canadian goaltender who was... <laughs> terrible through the tournament to be completely honest with you uh has serb roots uh was born in croatia and, and moved out as a young child anyway the croatia fans i guess were being extremely obnoxious and fifa is fine croatia due to the actions of their fans so that's an interesting storyline um but uh yeah we'll continue to monitor we'll i'll definitely be tuned into the world cup tomorrow so make sure you're in the chalkboard app we'll be talking about where we're going to be laying some money i had to do the old reload into the betting account uh, it's never a fun time when you've got to reload that thing. But I mean, come on. Are you going to be watching sports without throwing a little cash around? <laughs> Absolutely not. So I'm back in the mix. So make sure you're in the chalkboard app uh, for some for the best bets and for uh, where people are laying money uh, for tomorrow's World Cup. All right, continuing into quarter one. The MLB has been noisy the last few days, to say the least. Um, some massive MLB signings. Uh, as a Boston Red Sox fan, uh, not very happy about Xander Bogarts. Shortstop for the Red Sox. Signs a 11-year deal with the Padres. The Padres! Where are they getting all this money? 
Anyway, 11 years, $280 million deal. The last year, of his, he'll be 40 by the time this deal's up. Uh, so 29-year-old Xander Bogart is heading to San Diego. Aaron Judge signs a nine-year, $360 million deal with the New York Yankees. Uh, I'm not sure how good this deal is going to look after like two seasons, but he got the bag. Um, I mean, what they offer him last year, like 200 and, uh, like $20 million. So he pegged on, he bet on himself and he pegged on another 160, 70, 80 million. So, uh, nice work from Aaron judge. Um, and, uh, the last year of his contract, well, he'll be age 39 at the end of that, uh, nine years, obviously 30 years old right now. So, I mean, I can't see that being an overly, uh, attractive contract, uh, after the next two, three years. That's just me personally thinking, but I mean, it's crazy. Trey Turner signs an 11 year deal, $300 million with Philadelphia. He'll be age 40 uh, after that deal concludes. So the Phillies obviously went on a great run this year, really bolstered their roster with Trey Turner. So that's going to be exciting for Philadelphia Phillies fans. Justin Verlander headed to the New York Mets, a two year, $86.6 million deal. This guy, Justin Verlander, I mean, you want to talk about securing the bag. Oh my lord, $86 million. He's over 40. He's or he's 39, so he'll be 41 by the time this deal's up. But obviously a Cy Young winner. He, he still had his stuff. Uh great win in the in the last series uh, to win the World Series this year. So Jacob deGrom is leaving the New York Mets and heading to the Texas Rangers on a five-year $185 million deal. So Jacob deGrom to Texas. Uh, and Wilson Contreras, five-year deal, $87.5 million with the St. Louis Cardinals. So those are some big names that have moved around in the last few days. Obviously, we'll see what happens. Uh, this 11-year contract that's been kind of floating around to some players, absolutely obnoxious. 11 years. Uh, but it's been crazy, man. I, I think the biggest surprise for me is Xander Bogarts. Uh, Trey Turner, obviously a bit of a surprise as well, but... Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know the Dodgers are going to be making some more noise. I think the Red Sox should get in the mix here soon. Um, obviously, they brought over the Braves closer. Um, but I think the, I mean, the Red Sox are going to have to replace their shortstop. That's for sure. So we'll see what happens there. The MLB continues to be noisy in free agent time over in Major League Baseball. All right, ladies and gentlemen. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's time for quarter two. And we're going to talk a little bit NFL football. Um, I'm going to bring up the... NFL game slate this week because we're going to go through the games. Um, my three best bets every week. I hope you guys are watching that on TikTok and Instagram. Um, I give out three best bets that I think are kind of like the, mo- the most locks or the spreads that I like the most. And they haven't been too bad. We've had a few sweeps. I think we've only had one, one in two weeks. We've never gone 0-3. Um, so that's 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 fairly promising. Um, and uh, and this week will be no different. So I should say that uh, Von Miller is out for the year. Uh, obviously a huge hit to the Buffalo Bills D-line. Uh, he tore his ACL. He was going in for like a knee scope, and they realized that his ACL was torn. Um, so that's tough news for Buffalo Bills fans. So hopefully they can do it by committee um, moving forward because I know they have some serious Super Bowl aspirations. Odell Beckham Jr. So this is a massive story right now. So Odell Beckham Jr. obviously getting healthy, or is he healthy? Uh, so he's visited the New York Giants, the Buffalo Bills, the Dallas Cowboys, but he won't work out for them. 
he has refused to do workouts for the uh, for those teams. So it's interesting. It's like, is he healthy? Is he ready to go? What is the deal with Odell Beckham Jr.? So um, it sounds like the Cowboys are kind of the front runners. He was sitting front row at a Mavericks game with Micah Parsons and Trevon Diggs. So we'll see what happens there with Odell Beckham Jr. I think he's a tad overrated in my, in, you know, in my opinion. He's a great route runner, don't get me wrong, and he makes phenomenal catches. But, I mean, you're going to have to be really careful with how long you're signing this guy for and how much money you're signing this guy for. But Odell Beckham Jr. probably going to be finding a new home here in the next few days, if not weeks. Thursday night football tonight, or yesterday night, if you're listening on Friday morning, we've got the Raiders taking on the Los Angeles Rams, and Baker Mayfield might be suiting up the Los Angeles Rams. would be unprecedented. He's been signed midweek, so we'll see what happens with Baker Mayfield if he does suit up for the Los Angeles Rams, because they are just depleted at the quarterback position. Warford last week looked like garbage. I think he's injured. Matthew Stafford obviously done for the season with a concussion, and then you've got Bryce Perkins, uh, who looked like he was throwing absolutely plastic-wrapped muffins when I watched him play. Uh, um, so we'll see what happens at the quarterback position for the Rams. But obviously they are depleted. They do not. This is just one of the worst seasons I've ever seen a Super Bowl champion follow up with. Uh, the Raiders have been on a bit of a tear. They're, they've won three in a row. They're six and a half point favorites. And I'm going to ride with the Raiders. Uh, that might come as a surprise to some people, but I am riding the Raiders this week. Um, I, they're kind of clawing back into, into playoff contention. Um, they're only a game back of the Patriots. Uh, only, I think, a couple games back. So if they can continue to ride and continue to you know win games, they might be sniffing around for a playoff berth. So I'm going to ride the Raiders minus six and a half uh, on Thursday night football. Uh, moving into the Sunday slate, we got the Ravens on the road in uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh two and a half favorites at home. Uh, it's I mean the, the the Ravens are banged up. There's just there's no way around it. Lamar Jackson doesn't sound like he's going to play, so it's going to be uh, Tyrone Huntley. Uh, I'll ride the Steelers two and a half at home uh, minus two and a half. I mean I'm not sold on the uh, on the Ravens backup quarterback, and uh, you know the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers defenses look better, and Kenny Pickett's looked okay. So I'll ride the uh, Steelers at home. The Lions are minus two favorites at home versus the Vikings. This is an interesting line here. Um, I'm on the Vikings plus two in this one. Uh, I know that the uh, the Lions have played much better. Uh, they have, um, you know, they've uh, their their defenses looked okay. And I mean, Jared Goff's been phenomenal. Um, you know, Armand St. Brown is back in the mix. I just I just think that uh, in a shootout here, I think the Vikings can get this done on the road. Um, so I'll take the Vikings at plus two. The Jaguars heading into Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans are minus four. We'll have to keep an eye on Tra- uh, Trevor Lawrence. He hurt his toe last week, um, so he's questionable to play. I like the Titans in this week to bounce back after a tough loss last week. I like the Titans minus four in this one. I just, I just don't think the uh, the Jaguars are going to be able to uh, to handle the uh, the Titans D, and I think the Titans will be able to have their way with the Jaguars defense. I like the Titans minus four in that one. Uh, the Eagles on the road to play the New York Giants at MetLife. Um, the Eagles minus seven favorites. This is interesting. Uh, division games, big spread on the road. I'm on the Giants plus seven. Um, that might come as a surprise, but I think the Eagles, they're going to lose a couple games coming down the stretch. This might be one of them, but I like the Giants plus seven, maybe a six-point game, maybe a three-point win from the Eagles, or maybe even an outright win from the Giants. So I'll go with the Giants plus seven. We'll get the New York Jets traveling into Buffalo. The Bills minus nine and a half favorites. I'm riding the Bills minus nine and a half. Mike White has actually looked pretty good um, for the Jets, but I think uh, the Bills owe the Jets one after losing to them earlier this season. Um, I think the Bills are all fired up. So uh, they lost 20 to 17, if you don't remember, uh, on uh, November 6th. So I'm going to be riding the Bills minus nine and a half. I like the Bills in a blowout fashion. Cleveland. Deshaun Watson led Cleveland on the road in Cincinnati this week. Uh, Cincinnati minus six favorites. 
Um, I'm riding Cincinnati minus six. I mean, coming off a confidence-building win versus the Kansas City Chiefs, you'd have to think that they'll be feeling good. And Deshaun Watson looked like shit last week. So I'll be betting against Deshaun Watson moving forward, and I'll be taking the Cincinnati Bengals minus six. Uh, the... The Cowboys, minus 17 favorites versus the Texans. That's an automatic plus 17 hit for Houston. Minus 17? Holy shit. Yeah, I'll be hitting Dallas. Uh, I'll be hitting Houston plus 17 in that one. I mean, come on, just keep it reasonable. A backdoor touchdown or two? Holy shit. Who do they think the Cowboys are? The Kansas City Chiefs on the road in De- in uh, Denver. Denver, or uh, I should say Kansas City, minus 9.5 favorites. This is tricky here. I'll probably ride Kansas City, minus 9.5. But this might be a game where Russell Wilson kind of Starts to ball out. We'll see. I'm on the Chiefs early in the week, minus nine and a half. Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling into San Francisco. San Francisco minus three and a half favorites with Brock Purdy under center. Give me the Buccaneers plus three and a half. I mean, I'm not sold on this Brock Purdy guy. Come on now. I'll take the Buccaneers on the road plus three and a half in this one. Carolina traveling into Seattle. Seattle minus four favorites. Give me Seattle minus four. Geno Smith's been balling, man. I like what Seattle's bringing to the table. Miami traveling into Los Angeles. To play the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. The Dolphins minus three and a half favorites, and I'll probably be riding the Dolphins three and a half, to be honest. Uh, this game could be a bit of a shootout, mind you. 51 and a half projected total. Uh, I do like the Miami Dolphins in this one, though, at minus three and a half. I think they bounced back after a tough loss last week to the 49ers. And then we got the Patriots heading into Arizona for Monday Night Football. Arizona hosting the Patriots. The Patriots minus one and a half favorites. Give me the Patriots. I like the Patriots win that game. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but that's just kind of the original, or that's the initial look at uh, Sunday's slate in the NFL. So those are my predictions. Obviously, if you want my full breakdown, I think I'm going to go live with Andy Eager on Sunday. So we'll talk about the full slate. And, and if you have some questions on some games or you've got some uh, predictions, but I'll give out my three bet favorite lines uh, on Sunday and uh, we'll continue moving and grooving. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving into quarter three. We got some NBA talk to get through. The Lakers played the Toronto Raptors last night, and the Lakers were without Anthony Davis, without LeBron James, without Patrick Beverly. I mean, this, this their starting lineup was absolutely obnoxious. The fact that Toronto Raptor fans were in the building paying massive amounts of money to watch this Lakers team, that's interesting right now. I think for me, with all of the injuries across the NBA, with all of the players that take days to rest. It's just, it sucks for fans that are paying massive amounts of money to go to these games. I mean, what does the NBA do? I mean, if I were a Toronto, can you imagine, uh, I was talking uh, about this with a buddy uh, last night. Can you imagine, you know, a dad, uh, you know, circled this on the calendar. He, you know, set aside a lot of money, you know, set aside a thousand bucks, 1500 bucks to bring his son to watch LeBron James or to watch the Lakers. Uh, they're diehard Lakers fans and they get there and, you know, and they've got tickets and, LeBron doesn't play. AD doesn't play. You get Russell Westbrook coming off the bench just buzzing around out there. I mean, it would have been terrible. Um, so that's tough, but uh, I just was so amused. I, I posted it on the story. Most, many of you would have seen at the Lakers starting lineup. It was absolutely terrible. Kyrie Irving has been dropped by Nike due to the anti-Semitism comments um, and his shoes. Last night made a statement. He's blacked out the Nike stripe swoosh and he put insert logo here. Uh, he made a bunch of comments over it So in writing. So, um, you know, where's Kyrie going to sign next? Here's my prediction. Could be a hot take. Big baller brand. I can see big baller brand wrapping up Kyrie. Kyrie be the second face of big baller brand with the Ball Brothers. <laughs> Makes sense to me. We'll see what Kyrie Irving has for a deal in line. Maybe nobody will, will deal with Kyrie moving forward. Maybe he'll have his own independent shoe company. Might be an opportunity for Kyrie. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. 
Giannis is just coming off his birthday. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, and in the media, people, the media member asked him what he wanted for his birthday. And he said, you know, maybe some nice watches, some nice jewelry, a cake. And maybe to get, when he puts his kids to bed, maybe to get freaky in the sheets. What a comment from Giannis Antetokounmpo to say, I want to get freaky. I mean, I feel bad for his wife. I mean, I can't imagine what she's feeling like after a freaky night with an individual that's that size. But anyway, we'll move on from that. Giannis was looking to get freaky on his birthday. It was announced this week that the NBA is loosening its high school basketball scouting rules. So NBA scouts will be able to go to these high-profile high school basketball player showcases. Um, And, you know, as it's getting more popular for high school students, (coughs) excuse me, to go, uh, you know, into these overtime leagues and the G League and, and different leagues like this, uh, the NBA has now loosened scouting uh, for these high school students. So you'll be starting to see some NBA scouts at some high school games. Cool there. <clears throat> I had to give some love to the Boston Celtics here because they've been such an absolute wagon. Their big mini three of Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart is just unbelievable. I mean, they keep on stomping teams. They stomped the Phoenix Suns last night, one of the top teams in the Western Conference. Um, this team is is poised to go on a nice run this year. Obviously, they went to the finals last year, but they are looking even better. And they've got three guys in the top five of the league of three-point shooting percentage. None of them named Tatum, Brown, or Smart. Malcolm Brogdon, Grant Williams, and Al Horford all top three at three-point percentage. I mean, this team is just so deep. They're so, I mean, they can win in so many different ways. And they played the Raptors the other night. And in the third quarter, they just completely dominated. I can't get over how much of a dog Marcus Smart is. Obviously, the reigning defensive player of the year. But this guy is an absolute workhorse. And that's the type of basketball player I love, man. He comes in night out, night in, night out. And he's ready to rock. He plays so hard. And it's just like, man, can some other players, some other superstars take a page out of his book? He works his fucking bag off night in night out what an absolute wagon um another thing i wanted to note in the nba the sacramento kings and the utah jazz are ranked fifth and sixth or they sit in fifth and sixth in the western conference right now that's absolutely insane that is going to change let's start betting against these guys more frequently uh so make sure you get in the chalkboard app nba section i'll be telling you if i'm betting against the kings or the jazz that night which most likely i will be all right, folks, quarter four, final quarter. We're talking NHL, we're talking UFC, and we're talking PGA Tour. And Tage Thompson last night put on an absolute clinic. Buffalo headed into Columbus, and they were up 6 nothing in the first period. Tage Thompson had four goals, ended up with five goals in the game. This kid's an absolute stud. I remember I mentioned him a few episodes ago, how I was a big fan of him. Man, he's an absolute freak of nature. He's six foot seven. His dick hangs down to the ice. It's almost a unfair advantage. But man, this guy's an absolute stud. Tage Thompson, take note of this guy. This Buffalo Sabres team is going to be unreal, man. Once they get some goaltending figured out, once their young guys grow into superstars, Rastis Feline's already well on his way. Tage Thompson's well on his way. Jeff Skinner looks a lot better. Alex Tuck's been a stud. Dylan Cousins is going to grow into his own. Owen Power, who could forget the number one overall pick from last season. I mean, this team is going to be a wagon once they get some things sorted out. So I really like this Buffalo Sabres team uh, and Tage Thompson coming off a five-goal game. Last night, the Oilers put on an absolute clinic, beat Arizona 8-2, and you know Connor McDavid's mouth was watering when they circled the Arizona Coyotes on this schedule. He had two goals, two assists. He now has 52 points in 27 games. He's now leading the league in both points and goals. He passed Jason Robertson last night in goals. I think he's going to win the Rocket. I hope he wins the Rocket, man. Uh, I guess on that note, I should mention that the um, the top Canadian athlete of the year was given out a very prestigious award in Canada, and, and Marie-Philippe Poulin uh, won the award, obviously, 
Olympic gold medalist at the Olympics, gold medalist at the Women's World Hockey Championships. So shout out to Marie-Philippe Poulin, uh, who won the Northern Star, the top Canadian athlete for the 2022 year. So Marie-Philippe Poulin, shout out. Uh, but continuing on, Alexander Ovechkin is now 99 goals away from 99. So what do we think of three more years? He's going to do it. He'll be staying in the NHL for 99 more goals. So that's so exciting uh, for modern-day hockey fans. And well, shout-out to Nate. Shout-out to Nate, former host of the Daily Intermission. Uh, huge fan of Alex Ovechkin, and, and he's definitely excited about that feat. Uh, World Junior tickets, man. I've been looking at them to go into Halifax and watch a game. They're outrageous. It's like it's like $700 to sit uh, and watch a World Junior game. This is in Halifax, Nova Scotia, mind you. Like, we don't, like, it's not, you know, a booming economy by any means. So I don't know who's going to be sitting at the World Juniors or who's paying $700 a seat. But, like, if you wanted to bring your son to a game, $1,500 bucks you are paying, like, get the fuck out of here. But Shane Wright's announced that he'll probably join that team. You're going to have Connor Bedard. It's going to be a certainly, it's certainly going to be an amazing team to watch. Team Canada is going to win a gold in Halifax, which is unreal. But World Tickets, World Junior Tickets, I mean, can we bring the prices down for a guy like the kid? Or if anybody's going to be in Halifax during the World Juniors and you've got some ticket connections, get me in there. You know I'd love to get in there and get in the mix with you. I will do a beer tower. I'll do whatever you need. Um, but uh, UFC 282 is this weekend on Saturday. It is the light heavyweight belt on the line with Blankowicz versus Ankyle, uh, Ankalev. Not sure, though. I butchered those two names, but those two will be fighting. Those two... Guys, obviously, you're going to have a great fight for the light heavyweight belt, but I'm more interested in the Patty Pimblett fight versus Jared Gordon and the Darren Till making his return. Obviously, a big fan of Darren Till. He'll be fighting Duplicius, uh, an exciting fighter from South Africa. So those are going to be some great fights. And this Royal Royce, uh, Royal Rosas Jr., 18 years old, 18 years old, is going to be fighting on the card. So that's going to be super exciting. I'm probably going to be having some pints and watching those fights. Uh, UFC 282 on Saturday. And just finally, also on Saturday, we got the Rory Tiger versus Jordan and Justin Thomas. Night golf match, 12 holes. I think it's going to be worth tuning into. We'll get some bets on the go. I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to watch that. I think it's on like Showcase or TNT or something. Two channels I don't get in Canada, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, I've been kind of mapping out what I'm going to be doing in the new year for some giveaways. Um, and I think that I'm going to be giving away some tickets. I think Boston will be the city. Maybe go down for a Celtics game um, and uh, do a giveaway for, you know, subbing to YouTube and following on Instagram for all the people off TikTok. Uh, and so we'll do a giveaway. Those people who are both subbed to the YouTube and both followed the Instagram will get into a raffle to watch. Maybe I'll do a game on Friday and a game on Sunday or Friday, Sunday, and we'll, we'll go out for beers and we'll have the full daily, daily intermission experience. So keep Keep an eye out for that uh, for that competition. That will be set up uh, sometime in the new year. Uh, keep an eye out for the golf pool. Uh, but listen, ladies and gentlemen, as always, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, make sure you five-star the episode. Make sure you're on the YouTube page. Make sure you're in the chalkboard app. Make sure you're on the Instagram page. Make sure you're just absolutely humming in the daily intermission um, you know, content world every single day. I appreciate you guys. Listen, everybody, have yourselves a fantastic weekend. I'll be back on Tuesday. Let's fucking go.